I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> well, hello everyone. This is the Brotherly Banter Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Josh. And we want to thank you for uh, being a part of uh, another episode uh, on this journey with us. And uh, Josh, it's Tuesday. Let's uh, Reaction let's Tuesday. Yeah, Reaction Tuesday, that's right. There was a big weekend, probably in life and sports and everything else. But uh, Halloweening. Halloweening is today's episode. As you, as you know, today is Halloween. And so uh, I won't make us tell too many embarrassing stories about Halloween or anything like that. We'll do a, a quick bit on that. Uh, probably the most important thing is yesterday was Josh's birthday. It was. It was a good day. Good day. So, how, how'd your birthday go? What'd you do for fun for your birthday? Man, it was, it was pretty, pretty chill. Uh, Chilly, too. It was. It's fall. big boy it's weather. It's fall, y'all. Mississippi cold. <laughs> um, sweater weather. It was, you know, it was a good day. I uh, went to Cups and got a coffee, and I paid for it, and then I left. Well, the dude really didn't fill it all the way up, so I drank it pretty quick. Well, I went back to get uh, for round two, mm-hmm. and the girl that was in there was like, it's your birthday, isn't it? And I was like, yes. How did you, you know? Um, she's like, yeah, I remembered and um, felt all special. And uh, how she was pouring my coffee, I said, well, how old do you think I am? And she said, um, 37. Mm. I was like, oof. Um, but you know, give her credit. I mean, though. I, it was close. She, she's close, but I guess that's probably. I, I've always, uh, I guess, I've always gotten told that I look younger <clears throat> than I am. So yeah. that was really the first time I feel like where I have been told that I'm that I look older than I am. Yeah, maybe that's, it's the beard and the gray hair. Well, that, that's what it is. I mean. So that's always been my thing. Is uh, for me is it's always been uh, I look older. Than I really am. People, I tell people I'm 27, and they freak out, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I thought you were like, you know, 30, 35, you know, whatever." And so, which you know, when you're younger, it's kind of funny. It's like kind of cool. Like, yeah, I look older, but now I'm like, you know what? It's a problem. Yeah, and it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you are. You got gray trickling in. I mean, it's inevitable. I think our what dad was full gray at 40. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't really have much memory of dad. Not we'll, get, we'll start to get senior citizen discounts. I mean, pretty early in yeah, life. I, yeah, we got that going. Um, <laughs> start hitting in the senior tees when we play golf. So I mean, nobody's going to know except me. Yeah, that's um, true. Oh yeah, speaking of golf, I didn't mention that last week. Um, I'm a big golfer. Big grew golf. up playing golf. Uh, yeah, I played <clears> golf last week. Played golf Friday in a scramble. Nice. Great scramble golf, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I can scramble with the best of them. Um, yeah, we're not very good at golf, but love love the game, uh, love to talk golf, so we'll get around to that. It's kind of fall golf now. <clears throat> it's hard for me to get out on the golf course when it's 50 yeah, and below. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. brutal. It's frigid, especially when it's windy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, we... I do want to start off. Uh, didn't mean to interrupt you right yeah. out of the gate here. We got in a little trouble last week because 
forgot to mention that yeah, we've got we a, do have a we sister. We've got a sister. Um, <laughs> middle, middle, middle child, sister, only, only girl. Uh, we do love you. Yeah, we um, do. We love you. We love her. Uh, I do love you. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. A lot going on. Do have a little sister. Well, yeah, little you. for you. Yeah. Um, she and her husband live in Columbus, Mississippi, and. Uh, she works over at uh, Mississippi Tape, and um, so sorry about that. Can't believe we went through the whole pod. Didn't bring that up. Also, didn't bring up. Uh, we're talking about Ackerman. How you forget to bring up things that really Paps, are very important to you, like Paps catfish buffet. Uh, shout out to Paps. Elvis is king, and Jesus Christ is, is Lord. Paps is where. Elvis is King and Jesus Christ is Lord. But when you walk in, if you've never been, uh, give it a visit. If you walk in, you're not really going to be able to tell who comes first, Jesus or Elvis. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to say, a pretty, it's a pretty even, it's a pretty even battle. Split. Um, um, but yeah, so shout out to, to Jesse, Jesse and Ryan. Both we love you. And, uh, and I also forgot... Um, Home of who did you say? Ray Mavis, uh, uh, Governor Ray Mavis, uh, and Miss America Cheryl Pruitt. Cheryl Pruitt, and also Booger Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got to give quick listener context here. So there's this guy in Ackerman that would like. So he was. I, mean, I think he was homeless, but he had a home. He was like some like. He definitely had places that he would crash for sure. He had a woman with him that was allegedly his wife. We always <laughs> heard that he, she was a mail order bride. However, I don't know what website she came from. Did he order her from the library? <laughs> I know he didn't have access to internet so, full time. Um, but he loved loves. I don't know. I don't know what Booger's up to these days. If he's I, that's alive, one more. I was going to ask you. Like, I don't want to like. I don't know. know if he's dead. Um, I would think he's got to be. Yeah. I mean, dude, literally, <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no telling how many cigarettes that dude would smoke a day. Oh, man. And could smoke one in like two puffs, gone, all the way down to the filter. Yes. Uh, Booger, so, Booger Liddell, he would, uh, <clears throat> he kind of talked like he Love Mississippi State football uh, yeah, he would, and he would, Ackerman football. Like, Booger, how you doing? Uh, this is Booger. Uh, I can't stand him, old Miss Reynolds. <laughs> I can't stand him, you poor eagles. Y'all you know, gonna beat them, you poor eagles tonight. Uh, Y'all better. Yeah. Didn't yeah. bring up you poor. Uh, so, yeah. you poor is was my, uh, our. Well, it's, it's worth bringing up because the Choctaw County Chargers put a whooping on you poor eagles last Thursday night, 35 to nothing, the Highway 9 Bowl. Let's Suck go. it, you poor. Let's go. So. Anyway, just thought I'd have oh, mine uh, and your both. Murphy Medical Supply. Yeah. <laughs> if you mean CPAPs or uh, my, hospital uh, beds. The, my, uh, you know, you know, Coach Dillinger. Shout out to Coach Dillinger if you uh, if you listen. Coach Dillinger is now the principal at Eupora. I so, know that. Yeah, so he was my Coach Dillinger, if you're listening. Love you. Godspeed. Uh, was my high school football coach. Yours for just your senior year, right? And that's the story. And then when he came in, yes. So yep. anyway, but yeah, he's at Upor now. I don't know who's coaching there. Uh, truth be told, I don't even know who's it. I mean, I don't know all the people at Choctaw County either. But 
Um, I know uh, that was the the score of the game Friday night. You know, the funny so, thing about Eupora, um, it's like anybody that you met from Eupora, like they never said, I'm from Eupora. They always said, I'm from Webster West County. I'm from Webster County. <laughs> Where are you from? You got Eupora, East Webster, Tom Nolan. Stewart. Ask anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask anybody. Where are you from? I'm from Webster. Webster. Webster County. County. <laughs> it was funny. Do you, you know that you know, Fridays, you poor, we would always dress like rednecks. You know, they had like Ackerman Hick Day was their thing. I'm like, right, we're just, can we just all admit that we're all rednecks and we can just embrace it? I would and, say, you poor, they got a jack in the box or a jacks. Yeah. Uh, moving up. Well, you know. they've always. That was like a pregame speech once from Coach Moss one year. He was like, these you poor people, they got a Highway 80 and a McDonald's, and they think they're something. Well, baby, we got paps. Let's go. That was like our walking out. And I was like, "How do, I mean, we got fired up to that. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, they, they anyway. had a good Sonic, too. I don't know if it's still the Yeah, same. I don't know. I don't know about that. They got a pretty good Sonic burger in there. Yeah. So, um, anyway, well, uh, moving on, What's uh, we got some good news this week. Any good news? What's going on? I got some some not good news. AC unit in the house tanked two nights ago, which, mm. you know, cold air coming through. But the problem is it's the, the, the motor of the fan, which also blows hot air, uh, is, is out. So getting that fixed today. Well, love being an adult. Building so. a fire in the tub in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, we get one of those solo stoves, the smokeless fire pits, you know, just put it right in the dead center of the not house. Not 100% smokeless, but... <laughs> Uh, neither is Booger Liddell. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> Booger. Booger. Uh, anyway, well, uh, today is Halloween. Y'all trick or treat tonight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cat and dog. Well, we live in a yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty big neighborhood. So um, there's going to be a pretty good pretty good crew it's kind of like hay rides and hay rides of kids that just hop off and mm-hmm. the problem is i'm taking my kids trick-or-treating so we're just going you know leave some buckets out there and in good faith yeah they don't you know one kid don't just dump the whole thing into his um his halloween bucket yeah um, well i feel like we've gone to more fall things than i mean oh. it's just like something at every turn and we've got so much candy stuff at the house which is I guess it's. If I have to go to another uh, pumpkin patch, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So I was thinking of this, and this is kind of our last thing about Halloween. All right, Halloween movies that I've forgotten about. All right, because you know you got costumes. We've all got Halloween costumes that we're probably proud of, and not. I can think of a few in our family. <laughs> but um, we put it on the TV the other night. Halloween Town. Do you remember Halloween? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so, I, I watched it. Yeah, well, no, I watched it as a kid. I mean, because y'all are a little bit older, but we would always watch it. I completely forgot about it. I'm like only Hocus Pocus over here. And then I was like a weird kid, if anybody ever has watched uh, Johnny Depp. I think sleep. they've come out with a sequel. Oh, yeah. Um, no, there's, there's like three of them. There's like Halloween. Oh, okay. There's a second one. There's like Halloween Town High or something. I don't know. There's a lot. But I forgot about that one. And it was just like, but I was just kind of written off all the Halloween movies. I was a weird kid. I was, for some reason, had this weird obsession with Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp and Sleepy Hollow, and the tale of the Headless Horseman. Uh, I was real big on running around like I didn't have a head for you a were while. <laughs> two years old, and we're watching this movie. Like, and just into it. I don't, I don't know. And for a kid who had a very big head, it was hard to hide the fact that I had a head. But, yeah. So, yeah. 
I, I haven't seen that movie about, in a long time. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, really. I'm trying to think. I mean, Hocus Pocus is kind of making a big comeback. Yeah, it is. Uh, they the, made a second one of that last year, I think, on yeah. Netflix. It was all yeah, right. Yeah. I like Hocus More Pocus. More like a musical <clears throat> to me. Yeah. I'm not like a big... Uh, I'm not like a big Halloween movie. Uh, I love yeah. movies, but I don't know. Uh, Christmas is more of the movies. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel like you know, yeah, Christmas movies. We're is, normal people, you know. Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, well, uh, well, good news and hot takes and all that. Halloween this week is kind of the story, uh, the spooky season, as some may call it, but. Definitely some spooky things going on in sports this weekend, and we're going to hash that out for the next little while. Uh, first and foremost, high school playoffs kick off this Friday, mm-hmm. right? High uh, school football across the board. I forget, so it's like MAIS. They're already a week. They're a week ahead of public school. Um, so there mm-hmm. is some local around here, uh, private school. There's some big things happening. Uh, the the biggest thing I would say that I'm aware of is uh, Hartfield Academy first ever twelve and O season. Probably wow, they're looking to take the championship, but they got to beat Madison Ridgeland Academy MRA. They got to beat them twice. They've already beat them once. They got to beat them a second time to pro to to take the championship. So that's the big thing in private school ball right now. Uh, public school ball, um, man. In my opinion, I don't know. I feel like since we've been here. You tell me if it's the same for you, but I've paid more attention to, you know, Augusta taught at Pisgah. So I, I, I kept, had my eye on 2A football there for a little bit and would keep, you know, be aware, I guess, of what was going on in Ackerman, Choctaw County or whatever. But for the most part, it's like the big schools around here. Northwest Rankin, Brandon, you know, we live, Augusta teaches now at Northwest and we live right by the school. Chelsea, your wife, Brandon, native I feel like I keep up more, and y'all live here in Clinton, which also, again, 6A school, or I guess 7A now is the thing. Uh, 7A school, there's all these, uh, I'm keeping more circulating, like who's beating who and what round of playoffs and whatever that all these schools are in. But I don't know. Um, yeah. is that, would you agree to that? That's kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's at Florence. Oh, yeah, yeah she's at Florence, week. yeah. And she's at Florence now, um, and they got a pretty good squad, too. Um I need to – I definitely will – we will definitely have, um, you know, next week when we have um, episode three, have some sports and who's kind of moving on to the next round and all that mm-hmm. good stuff for Mississippi. And, um, so, shout out to the coaches, players, fans. Be safe out there traveling to the games and uh, good luck. It's perfect weather for, fo- weather yeah, for football right now. I don't know – I mean, like I said, again, it's Mississippi – Mississippi cold. Yeah. It's 50 degrees. But I, if, I've been pretty cold all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. I've been a little chilly. Um, yeah. It's, uh, but um, I don't know if it's going to get back up to. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know if it's going to get back up to 80 by the end of the week. I'm not real sure how that's going to, what that's going to look like. But, um, but yeah, um, Reb's got another win. Reb's got the dub. Uh, we called the shot. I mean, we called it when we said, when Vandy comes to town, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a, it's any man's game. Obviously, I think It Ole really Miss, didn't look that way. It, it wasn't that bad. Ole Miss had control of the game, but you could see that there was there was a lack of execution in a lot of ways, uh, mainly offensively. I don't know if it was just like piddling around or – but, I mean, you could even see some – in my – 
I mean, I might be wrong. I could, I feel like I could sense a lot of frustration in the players. Like some of the players were just like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? And offensive, I, I even noticed on the offensive line, there were a few times where there were some miscues uh, and they were, you know, palm upping is what my coach in college called it. Like each other, like you're supposed to block that guy or you whatever, like that's not the snap count. You know, there's a lot of that stuff. Um, I think it's a big like play into the standard of your opponent kind of thing. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Uh, anyway. We got but, down in the red zone a couple times and, I mean, you, you know, you got to score a touchdown. Yeah. His first and goal against Vanderbilt. I don't really know what the whole. I mean, I get we have a jumbo package, but JJ Pegues taking snaps and trying to toss sweep it, and I, I don't. I would just much rather direct snap it to Quinshawn Judkins, like yeah. just let him just run it. Like I don't, I don't understand. I didn't understand that. Maybe that's something they had tried in practice a week. Which I'd say put. JJ Piggy's at fullback and put <laughs> Judkins behind him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, getting the high formation. Um, I mean, with all this talk of, uh, you know, the tush push and all that going on, like, why not try getting under center and just snapping the ball? And It's a novel idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a coach. I know that uh, they, you know, they, uh, they have probably done that in practice a few times and – um, it looked good. Um, I mean, JJ Piggies is he's, he can do a lot more than just you know fill a hole on the uh, defensive line. Defensive line, but yeah. taking direct snaps kind of scares me a little bit. But yeah, Ole Miss wins thirty-three to seven against Vanderbilt, um, and Texas A&M coming up. Yeah, um, another big contest always. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily. I'm gonna so actually make an appearance. Oh, nice. I'm finally going to, uh, yeah, get my... Going to the vault? You know, yeah, I'm going to head up to Oxford that morning and uh, and have a have a good time. Hopefully we can pull out the win there. They looked, I mean, they looked pretty it's solid. It's classic against, A&M. Yeah, it's like I mean, you never know yeah, which team's going to They looked, they looked pretty solid out. against South Carolina, and they won 30-17. to 17. Um, I feel, I don't really know what's going on with Desmond Ritter just... I mean, he's a good quarterback, but he just – I don't know, like he just threw – he was just throwing the ball away and it was immediately getting him penalties for, um, you know, um, loss of down penalty. Um, I can't think of the penalty. Grounding. Uh, intentional yeah, grounding. intentional grounding, sorry. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if they – I don't really think he was just being harassed that much. It was just like he just – I don't know, there was nobody open maybe, and mm-hmm. normally he can run and get some yardage, and maybe they told him, we don't want you running around. Um, I don't really know. But, uh, but yeah, Texas A&M, I mean, and they scored, I mean, they scored 21 points in the second quarter. You know, um, you got the brothers. Yeah, um, yeah, the quarterback and the tight end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they looked pretty good. Um yeah, they they just, um, <clears throat> you know, they he knows that that tight end knows how to get knows how to get open, mm-hmm. um, and you know they kind of have that, you know, um, what is what is his name? Um, what's the uh, what are the brothers' names? Uh, um, I forgot Jake, something I think. Yeah, um, uh, but um, and. They have um, some pretty good weapons on, um, like, 
receivers. They kind of have a um, like real tall, uh, you know, like I think he's like six six something receiver. That's um, that's really good, and we're gonna have to, you know, uh, keep an you know keep a hat on that guy. Yeah. Oh, Jake um, and Max Johnson. That's it. It's yeah. Max is the quarterback. That's right, Jake. Right. Jake. I knew Jake. Was um, yeah. And uh, there was another guy that's uh, I know he was number zero. Um, that dude, uh, that dude is is a stud. Yeah. Um, I'll find his name in a minute, but man, just what he was doing after the catch. Yeah. Um, against South Carolina, dude, we're gonna have to um, tackle. I yes. think the big thing with uh. It to me it seems like the big thing with A and M is going to be just putting pressure on, you know, putting pressure on the quarterback, making him make decisions quicker yeah. than he wants Anaya to. Smith, uh, he's a stud. Gotcha. Have to <clears throat> um, making him make decisions quicker than he wants to, and that way it gives our secondary a little bit more benefit to balls flying in the air. Uh, yeah, you know, not time. We're going to have to again. Alluding to what we kind of talked about last year with Ole Miss football, we're going to have to. <clears throat> that offense to me is built for tempo. Yeah. If you know, if we can't, if we can't get tempo and get chunk yardage on first down and just keep speeding it up, speeding it up, I think I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, a couple of shots. That, I don't say shots, <clears throat> but in uh, Kiffin's, uh, Kiffin Kiffin's press conference earlier this week um and we'll go ahead and give you a clip of that achieve our goals and not let others achieve their goals i think um i read where jimbo said their goal is to be bowl eligible so if we can get in the way of that that would be good um for us too but uh you know yeah again shots fired whatever you know um basically saying you know Texas A&M's goal is to be eligible, bowl eligible. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know, Kiffin being Kiffin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, we'll um, that'll get the team fired up, and we can, uh, you know, pull another one out. Because man, uh, at that point, we all know what's coming. We got Georgia coming into town. Um, but again, hey, a win is a win. We'll take it, if, even if it's against Vanderbilt. Um, that team's got some. They got some issues. They got to fix. Yeah, for sure. Vandy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just a. There's a lot there. Uh, you know, a lot about the school and you know things like that. <clears throat> I do want to give a shout out. Well, I was watching some uh, middle of the week football, and I don't know if you guys watched Charlotte. I don't know if it's FAU they played. Um, or FI, FIU, FIU, one of those teams. Um, but Charlotte's head coach is a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Biff Poggy, Biff Poggy. If y'all are listening, Biff, just give it, give him a Google. Charlotte football head coach Biff Poggy, dude is uh, dude's wearing like cut off sleeve t shirt. Um. I guess it's like his version of Bill Belichick. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but you can like, but they even showed it um, in the coverage. Like you could go into the campus bookstore or whatever, 
and like buy one of his cut off sleeve shirts. That's awesome. So they have definitely embraced it. Now I will say it does help to play good football <laughs> while wearing <laughs> this outfit. Cause uh did you look it up? Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's Biff Poggy and they did play FAU, but the the big what I was gonna say is the big thing um that's uh, that has come out since this weekend is apparently uh, he's suspended a number of his players after uh, some of, I guess, their uh, conduct during the game against FAU. So um, they were beat 38-16 to 16 by FAU. And uh, just simply he said in, in an article or an interview that he didn't like his team's behavior. Uh, and so he's suspending various players for the game against Tulsa this coming up week. And so anyway, uh, they didn't post it anywhere really. Um, but it's, it's kind of interesting. I I don't know what all went into that, but (laughs) it's funny. Like, I feel like he's, you're talking about like the vibe, but then also he's just like, we got beat 38 to 16. I don't like how some of my you know, team acted. So guess what? I'm suspending them. <laughs> like a guy who wears sleeveless shirt, sleeveless shirt on the sidelines, definitely will do something like that. It's just yeah. like, oh yeah, you got an attitude. Guess what? Not playing next week. Yeah, that, <laughs> you thought? That, yeah, that dude is a uh, is a vibe. Yeah, big time. Um, like I, I, you know, I just turn on. You know, it was really <laughs> the only game, only game going on Friday night. Yeah. Turning on, and I see this guy on the sidelines, <clears> like. What's happening? Yeah. What are we doing? Is should Charlotte become the next last chance? You? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> if they keep that guy around. Uh, but anyway. yeah, you can like they even have it. Like I said in the bookstore, you go in there and buy it, one of the shirts. That's awesome. awesome. Anyways, just I wanted to bring that that little that to attention. That little treasure to the brother banter. Yeah. Um, well, uh, can't talk about football without also talking about Mississippi State this past the weekend. Dogs. The dogs. Um, to be honest with you, um, I think Mississippi State is just kind of a toss-up every week right now. I don't think Mississippi State has much of an identity offensively, really, especially now with um, uh, Will Rogers not playing. And yeah. I think – Mike Wright is a really good athlete. I think they can make a living with that kid. And I really and truthfully thought they were going to probably – I think I thought they were going to put together a better game than they did against Auburn. Um, Auburn, however, I'm glad they got it. uh, They didn't get it out of their system before they played us. But their offense clicked better in especially the first half of that game than they have all season in a game. Mm -hmm. That was the best – 30 minutes of football consecutively that they've played this whole season. Mm -hmm. So hats off to Auburn, but I will definitely say that because they made, because I would say state does have a pretty decent state's got good defensive players. Are they a good defense? I mean, you can argue one game. Yes. Another game. No, but they made them kind of look silly that first half. And I was, I was kind of shocked by it, but, and I know Mississippi state fans are probably super frustrated, whatever, but Again, I was just like, you know, second half was just kind of dead on both teams, uh, in my opinion. But, um, but yeah, so another disappointing weekend. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the thing with, with, with Mike Wright was, I mean, 
I mean, I know a lot of Mississippi State fans that wanted to see the guy play. I don't know. Uh, Rodgers, and, you know, he's a system quarterback. And whatever offense that they're trying to run, I feel like that Mike Wright is the kind of quarterback that they want to run the offense that they want to run. You know, they want a mobile quarterback. And, you know, but he's not going to be as accurate as Will Rogers is throwing the ball. He's not, but he did make a few yeah, he dirty made, passes. Yeah, he, made some, he made some really good throws. To the point um, where I was like, yeah, that's he could be a problem. But he also, you know, like I said, uh, ran for a couple of first downs. But yeah. I don't think Will Rogers would have extended the <clears throat> no, drive no, doing that. No, absolutely not. So, Will Rogers gets healthy this week. They come back. You know, he comes back. I'd be curious to see, you know, mm-hmm. did they score more than – um, I don't know, 23 points in two games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Your thing is, like, you got to think, where do I – like, I mean, this sounds obvious, but you have to think kind of like, where do I want to win and where do I want to lose? Where am I Where am I willing to, you know, to suffer a little bit so that I can benefit in this other area? If they're willing to say, hey, hey I don't necessarily want as great of an athlete in the pocket, I need a better decision maker and thrower and all that. Then, like, yeah, he's he may be your guy, but at the same time, it's like you put this other guy in. He may not be as accurate, but he can move, and he's learning with every snap he takes. He's learning better because next year it's inevitable he needs to be the guy. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know what's the what's the move for Arnett uh, on like do I just keep gambling with this guy and just trust him and maybe he's my guy next year. I know one thing that's not going well for Arnett is the, the mustache. mustache. <laughs> Bruh. Like, I mean. Nothing I tops off a, an L in Jordan hair like a shadow mustache under the nose. Yeah. <laughs> you hate to see that. You hate to see it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this guy. Oh man! So does Mississippi State keep Arnett? Uh, I, I hope know. they I mean, do. I hope they keep him around for the next <laughs> five or six, seven years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I feel like he, he's definitely on. I would say he's seat. on the hot seat. You're. I mean, winning an Egg Bowl could could. You make it resurrect him. Could fix if, if he if he does not win. I don't know if. I, I'm blanking on the rest of their schedule. They play like Kentucky this week, I think. Yeah, at um, home. At home. And then I guess it would be uh oof, let's see. Oh, Kentucky. They've got they should have two more games and then the egg bowl, I think, right? And so mm-hmm. like I I'm just sitting here thinking, like, if you find a way to get a couple wins, finish the season with a couple wins make yourself bowl eligible. That would also – I think that would include, you know, the Egg Bowl. But if, if he finishes the season poorly, like I just – I don't know, man. I think they're going to – here's my thing with State. If they were willing to let a real – I mean, a good coach in Joe Moorhead just like out of nowhere just dip on him – which I think was just a power move to try to bring some excitement to start with because we just hired Lane Kiffin in Oxford. I, you can flame me for that if you want to. I think that's all that was. Joe Moorhead's a good, a good football coach. He's a good play caller. Um, if they were willing to just, like, cut ties with him real fast, like, don't you think they're 
like you lose the egg bowl, it's like, all right, buddy. Like, I don't know. The circumstances in which he's under became the head coach, very, you know, um, awful and all that. But he's had since December, he had an entire off season essentially to try to figure things out. And he has a lot of talent on his team from previous years. He's got a lot of senior veteran players. Like I just I feel like he should be I feel like they should be putting something better on the field. Yeah. Despite, you know, all their stuff. Yeah, I get it, whatever, but like even, you know, the the veteran players they have on both sides of the ball, I, I just think they should be doing something better. And so that just makes me think he may not he may not be sticking around. Yeah. So he'll get a coaching job somewhere. Yeah. He's a great defensive coordinator, regardless, great defensive coordinator. And you can tell that I think that's kind of eating him up a little bit. That like he's he's had to hand off calling the plays on for defense for the defense, and I can I can see it, you know, just right. in him body language and stuff that he's very not very much not pleased with that. And that was kind of his thing before he took over as a head coach. But. So predictions for the two schools this week: um, Ole Miss versus A and M. Last time I looked or saw it, it was like the the spread was three. I was going to say probably three, right? For yeah. Ole Miss, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I honestly feel like it could go down to a pick 'em between the two because yeah. Texas A and M has a really solid defense, but their offense is okay. It, it, so it's you know mediocre mm. for the the ta- the type of talent that they have. Our offense is. Above par for sure. Yeah. Um, playing against their defense, and then, like I said, um, our defense versus their offense. I feel like I feel like both sides of the ball. It's a pretty good match. It's going to mm-hmm. be. I think it's just going to come down to big plays. Can we get some stops? Yeah. On defense, um, if both defenses show up, I think we're looking at like a twenty-seven, twenty-four. Was going to be my prediction kind of score. Yeah, and if it ends up being like an LSU game where it's just a shootout for both offenses, we might be looking more at like a, you know, forty-eight, forty-five type deal. But yeah. I do, I agree with the three-point spread. I think that's pretty fair, and I think there'll, I think there's gonna be a few field goals on both sides of the ball kicked because we're, I think both will muscle up in the red zone and stop them, and they'll stop us too. Right, yeah. now, right now, we, we can stop uh, ourselves in the red zone. Yeah, I think, I think that we're going to have a good <laughs> offensive strategy going into the game. I think the guys are going to be ready to play. Just coming off of, you know, Vanderbilt, I just don't feel like their focus was, I don't know, especially Jackson Dart. He, he made some throws or didn't make some throws, should I say, that um, I was like, it's just kind of uncharacteristic of him, you yeah. know, having a wide open receiver and throwing it way behind him. Yeah, over, or his, head. over his head. You know, you just, I don't know, he's usually making those types of throws. And, um, um, I mean, running game looks solid. Yeah. Um, we can keep that, keep that rolling. Um, Quinshawn, I feel like this is probably like his breakout game of the year to me. I feel like he ran the ball. Um, Probably as well. I, I get it. It's against Vanderbilt defense, whatever. But I just felt like he ran the ball better than he has all year. Like I see him running downhill, running mm-hmm. hard. He looked good. Um, Trey Harris was involved. Like I said, I just think Dart needs to just go back playing the football he was. I don't know if he's maybe a little banged up. I don't know. But he was just, I don't know, uncharacteristic, missing missing some throws. Um, but I, I agree. I could see. I could see. I could see the Vegas being all over the the spread on this one. A twenty seven twenty four ball game. Um, 
maybe our defense can get a couple takeaways and yeah. we won't have any we won't have any so we can win the turnover battle i, I see us uh pulling it out but yeah um mississippi state they play kentucky at home yeah um i feel like it's a huge game for them man i, I feel like I, there's gonna be a pretty good crowd there yeah uh, i think it's a six o'clock game yeah, um, they've got to put they've got to put everything in this mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. They need they got to pack Davis Wade Stadium. They got to ring every dang cowbell you can find in the state of Mississippi, <laughs> and <laughs> they got to be yeah they got to be I and mean, it will be loud under the lights. You know, like they've got to be everything that they are uh, in firm, terms of an environment team. Everything they've got to put it all, and they've got to try to win this game even if by just a point. You know, like they got to and Kentucky is classic Kentucky. They may show up and just, you know, be an average whatever team, but then sometimes they'll show up and they are tough and they can beat up on you a little bit. They won't do anything flashy, but, you know, ground whether it's ground and pound or whatever. So, um, Do anyway. you – I mean, if you're Mississippi State and you're like, all right, I have to pick a win here, is it at home against Kentucky – or is it on the road at A and M the next week? I think. I mean, I know Kentucky's in the East. Texas A and M is, you know, I don't know uh, in the West. But I mean, I'm just thinking like which. I mean, I guess you could take either one. You know, yeah. I, I, but I, I almost feel like a. I think it's an either or. I think you have to. I, I would say, with the home field, uh, with the home field advantage. With uh, the Kentucky game, I think it's probably number one. And then, you know, obviously the next home game is the Egg Bowl. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Well, no, they got, they, got, um, they got Southern Miss at home. Oh, I forgot about that. I did, for, I did forget about that. So, yeah, I, I say take it the better win. better beat Southern Miss. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. I go ahead and uh, tell you right now, it don't matter <clears> what the score of the Egg Bowl is. In my opinion, you get beat by Southern Miss at home. Zach Arnett and the stash. You, you might as well just go ahead. I'll be curious to see if that thing's if the mustache. If it's there, if it's there, <laughs> if it's there, still there. So yeah, I, I say take this, take this win, and take it with everything you got. Use the home field, use all that because A and M is such a toss up, man. I mean, going there again, like I just told you with us, like I mean, they they it could be on, they beat Texas A and M pretty good last year. Yeah, like you know, they, were, so, they were in Starbucks. <clears throat> yeah, so who? I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, I'd say put all your eggs in this basket. Try to beat them. Um, speaking of Southern Miss, they had Appalachian State. They had them Dude. Saturday, and they let them come back. Man, I just a I rushing. I want USM to be good so bad. Yeah, but you know, my they, are, they are so bad. My father so bad. and my brother-in-law big Southern Miss fans, and they just. I don't know, man. They're just, they're just devastated. Yeah. broken. No, I mean, and I, I and I kind of feel it for them, <clears> man. That's just. They need, yeah. They need some momentum, and I, I really thought they were going to go all the way to Boone and get a get mm-hmm. a win. Right. Um, well, hey, closing thoughts here. All right. Um, what has happened to the Clemson Tigers, man? They lost to NC State. They're four and four. Did you hear about the radio call? Oh yeah. I want to share. Yeah. I'll share this quick clip with you. Now I have I have been a part of failure many times, but there ain't one thing in my life that I've ever failed at. Tyler, never, all right, ever. I wanted to get an education. I got two degrees. 
I wanted to be the first college of my graduate with my family. I did it. I wanted to go play football at Alabama. I earned a scholarship, letter three years, worked my ass off, won a national championship. I wanted to get into coaching. I worked my way to being a head coach. And when I got this job, and I'm sure you didn't want me to get this job, all right, and 15 years later, I'm still here, and I'd say the results are what they are, and I stand on them. So you don't ever have to call back. I, I, I wanted to get married. I've been married for going on 30 years. I wanted to be a father. I've raised three great sons. If you don't like how I run the program, don't be a fan. I don't care. But I'm the head coach, and I'm going to do what I believe is right. Um. So, yeah, Dabo kind of – I mean, someone called it a meltdown. That wasn't a meltdown, but it was – very much got real sassy with, okay, Tyler, okay, <laughs> I've, I've been successful everywhere I've been, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, hey, I got bro, two degrees. I got, I wanted to go to college. I got two degrees, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. So I, I love Dabo. He's my. Here's my thing. All right, he's got. I don't care what you want to do. You've, to be competitive right now, you've got to be on board with your NIL collective stuff, with the transfer portal stuff. Like you, you've got to be on board, and he's not. That's yeah. that's that's what I've. That's kind of the story that I've heard. Um, in fact, one of his remarks was, "We've been playing under name, image, and likeness. We've built the whole program on our own, God's name and God's image and God's likeness." And I love you to death, buddy, but. You know what we mean when we say name, image, and likeness. Don't don't blame this on God, Dabo. All right, I'm a pastor. All right, right. Like, don't blame it. You know, it's so like I love him. He's got a great heart. He loves his players. He loves the program, and I know he wants to keep his job. So I don't think Clemson's in a position to like fire Dabo. But like, man, they had something. He was really trying. Like, he was really starting to build. I think a good dynasty. The program centered around. You know, I mean, all joking aside, centered around godly values and good, you know, good men and everything. And, like, dude, they just, like, I don't know. I, I think that's what it has to be. They just can't catch up with, you know, yeah. everybody else. And Well, I mean, you know, and I hate to go back to, like, old Miss Mississippi Day. You know, I hear a lot of um, radio show people. And they're talking about how, oh, well, Lane Kiffin's just been – he's just been taking advantage of – how down the SEC is, and you know we've got, you know we got one ten win season, and and all this. And I was like, well, I mean, I think that that you know transfer portal anything. If you you know some people hate it, some don't, you know. But I feel like as far as the transfer portal, yes, they need to figure out a way to probably regulate it a little bit better. I don't know how to do that, um, but I feel like if it's done anything, it's kind of level the playing field. I mean, I feel like. Bama's is still a good team, but that's why you've been here all these – I feel like that's the reason you've been here all these talks about how Bama ain't Bama. Mm -hmm. You know, or uh, – I mean, other than Georgia, I mean, but um, – The reason I the really think, good teams have been really good is because they have really good depth. Yeah. All right? The twos play just as good as the next team's ones. Yeah. And there's a huge drop-off for teams who aren't as good. What the transfer portal has done is taken those twos and even threes that are pretty good that aren't getting the play in time – and they've gone to said other school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's and why it's given, it's given other schools depth at a, at, at yes. a position. You know, so when it's like if somebody gets injured on a team, it's not like, man, I got to go pull this guy that was just in high school last year and bring him in his football game and expect him to, 
you know, I feel like it's broad depth. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe Davo uh, hasn't taken advantage of that. I'm not saying he necessarily has to. I'm sure Clemson's probably still getting plenty of five-star recruits in there. I don't know, man. I, I like I, – I'm not a Dabo hater. No, I'm not you at know, all. Like, I, I like Dabo. There's a, I, feel I, like the, just, I feel like the media for some reason is just completely – Turned on Dabo oh, Sweeney, yeah. and I don't really, I don't really know why. But are you shocked? I mean, are you shocked though? Because you go from being as good as you are, and all of a sudden, bam, you're four and four, and all of a sudden, like it's just like everything's falling apart, you know? And like that's just the media for you. But like, I agree. I'm saying all this to say I love Dabo, but I'm like, man, it's just like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think he, uh, I think he exploded a little bit. Uh, but I've seen Nick Saban do that. On yep. a number of occasions, to little reporters that are just <laughs> <laughs> just innocent, Mister Saban, you know, like, hey, hey, coach, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, and he just just lays which, into him, you know. Which he, quarterback do you like the and best? Everybody laughs and thinks it's great, but like Dabo kind of does it. And now it looks, I mean, they're portraying him like he just, I don't know, just sealed his coffin there. You know, he's going to be fired, and um, but I don't mean I get the frustration. I mean. Golly, man, I don't know what – I mean, I get mad watching, you know, a game and Ole Miss really hadn't come close to being uh, – winning a national championship since Lane Kiersdale. Certainly have been winning ball games, and that's helped. But that's also, you know, when we had the year that we had last year off coming off a 10-win season, mm-hmm. you know, losing the last three games of the year, including the Egg Bowl at home, you're, I mean, you're kind of like – Okay. All right, well, just, yeah. Is Dwayne the guy? Yeah, you know? right, right. You know, and, and I guess that's, I mean, that's the first, you know, um, if you're going to point fingers at somebody, you're going to have to point them to the head coach. But yeah. I don't know, man. It is uh, it is not going well. Um, But, to, I mean, to Dabo's point, man, hey, man, we've won two natties in football. Mm-hmm. Before I got here – that you was know, unheard of. Yeah, yeah, it was unheard of. You, you, nobody even knew who Clemson was. You know, um, I know I didn't think anything about Clemson. Um, that's some pretty cool colors, I guess, and probably saw some, I don't know, hats walking around. I didn't really know. But I didn't know who they were until he got Clemson. there. And um, Yeah. So I, I don't think Davo's going to get fired. No, I think no, no, that if he keeps – uh, snapping on Tyler's in, in the media. <laughs> they call in to I don't his radio that, shows. I don't think that's, yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's doing him any favors. I think he just needs to keep it in the locker room. Yeah. Make sure he don't lose the locker room. Keep his players motivated, um, and you know they'll be okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's all we got today. I think that's all the the brotherly banter that we'll that we'll exchange next week. We'll be uh, right back here uh, about the same time. Looking for uh, some some reaction on the a lot of the games and the contest matchups we've talked about this weekend, but also uh, a lot of fun, exciting things coming up. Uh, like you know, deer season. I mean, it's already really here, but you know, mm-hmm. real deer season. I went out to my camp. Uh, <clears throat> Yesterday, because we got to have something to ride around in a trick or treat, so yep. I went and got um, my quad, and uh, yeah, and uh, man, I almost <laughs> wanted to just build me a little fire, watch some TV, and it was nice and overcast and cold and windy and spitting a little bit of rain. It's starting to be 
Hey, I'll take we need some right I'll now. take forty nine with a drizzle as opposed to one oh nine with the sizzle. Woo oh. boy. <laughs> Word. <laughs> well, we'll be right back here next week. Y'all we gonna watch you some uh, hocus pocus. Y'all watch you some hocus pocus. Ding ding. And, uh, ding ding. <laughs> we will see you back here next week on Brotherly Banter. See ya. Thank you.